0: Zoe Life Foundation, Boston Sparks edited Livman D. The Resurrection in the Life of Paul. Romans chapter 6 to 8. These words of his living represent resurrection in the spiritual world. Before, in all these things we are more than overcomers through him who loved us. For which I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor the present, nor the future, nor the height, nor the deep, nor any other created thing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8 37 to 39 let's see Romans 7 can be called the chapter of the waters of Jericho it represents death and it is a painful chapter no objective has been reached nothing happens everything comes to a rest. oh wretched man chapter 8 opens the door to life why simply because chapter 7 is put on this point by the Apostle to show the glory of chapter 8 as the result of chapter 6 chapter 6 is the Jordan Because if we have united ourselves to him by the likeness of his death, we will also be united by the likeness of his resurrection, our old man was crucified with him, so that the body of sin can be eliminated, so that we are no longer bound to sin, because the one who died was justified from sin, but if we die with Christ, we will also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, will no longer die, death has no dominion over him. So you also consider yourselves dead to sin. Did Paul write what is called chapter 7 at this point, to contradict all of that, and to say that everything is true, but that his own condition is a complete denial of it? Do not write chapter 7, to show what chapter 6 has dealt with. Chapter 7 is, in fact, the condition that has been addressed by chapter 6. And then it says, now you see, that condition has been treated, this is our true position due to chapter 6, therefore, now there is no condemnation. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus freed me from the law of sin and death. You cannot have chapters 7 and 8 together. For example, but I see another law in my members fighting against the law of my mind. For the good that I want, I do not do it but the evil that I do not want, that I do, next to, there is, no condemnation. Paul is simply saying that chapter 6 is God's way of dealing with what is found in chapter 7, which results in chapter 8. It is the power of his resurrection opening up in a clear way, so that this man covered in the sand, dragging around a dead body, has escaped from that life with no way out, in the open road that leads to the fullness of Christ, because it is in the place of the resurrection. Christ is the first fruits of those who sleep, and we have the first fruits. Therefore, we are linked to Christ as the first fruits in the resurrection. And the first fruits are always taken as a guarantee that the whole harvest will continue. All the harvest that will follow will be a wonderful harvest, and it has as part the redemption of our bodies. All his beginnings were there. Basically, it is on Calvary, and that gives the most meaning to his life and his service. We return to the life of Elias, as a type of resurrection, which we will not deal with now but briefly. He demonstrated the power of victory over death when he took the mantle of Elijah and struck the waters of the Jordan and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And the waters parted here and there, and he passed. He demonstrated the power of his risen Lord in the waters of the Jordan, and it was in that power that he proceeded. Its roots were in Jordan. In other words, the very foundation of his life was the power of the cross. What glory the Apostle Paul speaks, the resurrection is available in your daily life as the first fruits of the uncreated life through the Holy Spirit.